All right, another squad pod. Hey guys, Troy Dog Verb, CEO. So, uh, I don't have an intro. That's my intro. That was awesome. Good job, me. And if you want to make me an intro for this amazing podcast, do it and we'll play it. I mean, if it's awesome, I'll, I'll just run it every week and you'll just be credited for it. And everyone in the world that listens to this, like you'll be famous. So if you want to make me one, I'll just send it over. And that's as, as simple as it gets. Uh, so yeah, email me, Troy at verbmoto.com. All submissions, all submissions, all five of you that are going to send me one or maybe zero of you, but just do it. Okay. All right. Enough of the intro talk this week. I, uh, it's my birthday week. Yeah. It's my birthday. Yay. Hey, but, uh, no, really it is my birthday. Um, tomorrow, Thursday, August 3rd. So I went and gave myself a birthday present with the guests this week. I got on two people that I really enjoy talking to. And um, one is Star Racing Yamaha's Levi Kitchen, the chef, for an Ask Chef segment. Um, a lot has changed in uh, Chef's life in the past three years. So we kind of go down a little bit of memory lane. Uh, he had his breakout week at Loretta's three years ago this week, where he went six for six in the B class, the limited B classes. And he was just gone. Like he had like 30, 40 second leads. No one really like saw that coming. So that was awesome. Uh, we went down memory lane. We learned a lot about what it took to get there and what it was like during the week and after, uh, just a lot of good insight. And then if you stay around till the end, I mean, it's a half hour interview, but you should listen to all of it. It's really good. I tried to, um, you know, try to make him, try to market him more, try to make more of a brand around the chef nickname. So uh, he doesn't like a lot of the ideas. He thinks a lot of them are horrible. And uh, yeah, so he, he told me for sure. So we'll get into that. We also have Alex Ray, newly retired Alex Ray. He's a media darling. You know, he does stuff for Pulp. Stuff for Swap Moto Live, of course. Um, but he made time for me. Um, I'm a long time, I like to say, acquaintance, maybe friend. I don't know, but A Ray's always made time for me. He's always been super nice, super respectful, always making time to go out of his way to do things for me and say hi and to make sure that, like, we just see each other at the races, we, we talk. So he's a great dude. And uh, Wolf. We'll go back in memory lane with him as well. We have, I have plenty of moments with him through his career that stand out to me, just being at the races. Um, and actually, me and him have a really cool, not like a bond, but um, as you'll find out, we were kind of, he was kind of like my first big interview with Racer X when I started there. Um, so... And as to find out, I was his first like mainstream interview. So we kind of started together. So before all the other stuff, like I was there for him, you know, good job. me. And then it made me realize that I've been doing this a long time and the amount of hours and just grind time I put into this sport to bring you guys the best content I can. It's kind of weird. Like that was 2015 and I was doing it way before then. And now... Tomorrow I turn 33 
and it's 2023. I don't know where time goes, man. It's crazy. All right, we got that. And then we have the, as always, we'll start off with the Guts Racing Power Rankings. I just did these five minutes ago. So it's it's newsworthy this week. We got some, some good guys to, to put on this list. And let's get to it. All right. I want to talk about the Loretta's a little bit. Yesterday was day one for racing. We had a lot of really stacked classes. Of course, the pro sport class, we saw a ton of riders. But, man, the story of that, Dax and Bennett. And I was on uh, last week writing for pump-up content for Loretta's. I was saying this guy's going to be the Nikki Hayden Horizon Award winner, and I'm still going to keep with that. We're going to... I'm going to write some Troy Dogs takes sometime this week. I mean, probably today or tomorrow. And just talk about why he's going to be the Horizon Award winner and next big thing out of Loretta's. So make sure you read that. Um, yeah, he kind of just fought through the a couple of guys to get to the front. And just kind of checked out from there. Uh, Bryce Shelley had the lead. Uh, I did a story on Bryce Shelley a couple weeks ago. After his Redbud performance in the 450 class. Um, very impressive. I thought maybe he would have more for Daxton. But we still have, as we're recording, five more motos to go. So maybe everybody does tighten up on Dax a little bit. But that story, uh, you know, we don't know yet. You know, anything can happen at Loretta's. All right, let's see who else. Casey Cochran. I really think Casey Cochran is going to be the next... Uh, absolute just powerhouse in this sport when he turns pro. I think he's going to take the sport by storm. I think he's going to win everything. Kind of like the Cooper Webb route. Obviously, Webb didn't win every everything, but, you know, he had a good run. You know, he's, you know, five championships, I think. But I think Cochran's going to go that same route. He's been kind of overshadowed a little bit, but he's always been, like, there. And... This past year and a half or two years, he's just broke out. He's got that husky ride now, and I think he's really, really going to turn some heads in the next couple of years. And people will be like, "Well, I didn't see that coming." Well, Troy Dog did, and uh, yeah, he's going to be the next guy. So watch that. Liam Olaf came out of nowhere last year. Kind of had a breakout year, like Levi Kitchen, maybe a little, you know, less of a breakthrough, but. He made a name for himself, and now he's on the uh, NSA Yamaha team. And he won a moto yesterday at the ranch as well in pretty convincing fashion. Um, so I we keep an eye on him because he's going to be a player too coming up. And uh, Mike Brown, 94-year-old Mike Brown, just can't be stopped at Loretta's. Just 30-second lead, just gone. And it's like... You know, he just keeps getting better. Like he raced Jeff Emig, Kiefer, and I mean everybody. He raced everybody. God was in that class even, and he he beat he beat them all. It's insane. He yeah, I don't know. He's gonna go for title twelve and thirteen this week. So pretty impressive. I don't understand it. Maybe if I keep racing, I'll be like Mike Brown when I on my ninety fifth birthday. All right, time for the Guts Racing Power Rankings. 
For 33 years, Guts Racing has prided themselves on being the innovators in seat technology. If you're looking for a comfortable and stylish place to park your rear end on your dirt bike, then look no further. Guts carries an extensive product line of seat covers and foam no matter what you ride. Use the promo code VERB20 at checkout to save on your order. Please use that code, people. Please use it. Like, it makes us look good. They love it. It saves you money. Just, please, just use it. It makes me feel happy when you do it. So, anyway, that's my guts read. I love guts. Guts, if I'm going to have a seat, I'm getting guts. Duh. All right, number one this week, I have to put the chef, Levi Kitchen, because his interview coming up is incredible. And I think, I think that me and Levi are going to be really good friends coming up. I can kind of tell a little bit. He's kind of like guarded a little bit and he's like, all right, this guy's kind of all right. But, um, I think we're getting somewhere and chef's cool. Chef's not afraid to call me out as you'll see. Um, yeah, honestly, his story is just awesome. You know, breakout guy, like we were talking about earlier, three years ago and just kind of what he's been through. Now he's battling for race wins and, uh, you know, he's in the championship hunt, even though he's had a couple of, of, uh, motos he'd probably like to do better in, but he was in the championship hunt, um, after Hunter's DNF and, uh, crash out at Red Bud, of course, but he's had a great year. This is only his second year. Last year he got hurt too. So um, he's come a long way in a short period of time. So we're going to keep an eye on the uh, the chef here. I think he's going to be winning some championships in the future. So he's my number one. Number two, a surprise guy. Well, one you probably wouldn't expect at number two, but is Kevin Kelly. I've uh, looked up to Kevin Kelly for a long time. He doesn't know that. Um, uh, listening to DMXS radio in high school, like that's kind of when I started to listen to it heavy. I would listen to it on the way home from from riding. I would go ride every Thursday, and I'd turn that on to wind down after after the riding and had a long drive home. So I would just vibe out on that. I love Kevin Kelly, and I love everything that he brings to the sport of announcing. It makes it fun. He's always cracking jokes, and the stuff he comes up with is off the wall, and it makes me. It's always made me laugh. And um, I I really thank Kevin Kelly and David Iser because they let me come with Wes um, to record an episode of the podcast back in uh, 09 when I was at Minio's. I went and after Minio's that week, I went and uh, recorded an episode with them. They let me talk. They let me be in studio with them. And uh, just, you know, meeting them was really cool and... I could see them today and have a beer with them and act like times never change. So Kevin Kelly's the man. He's number two this week, but he's number one in my heart. Number three, Mike Visor. Dude, Mike Visor. He's an Ohio dude. As you know, he's a photographer and videographer. He absolutely crushes it on everything he does. He's so good. He does a lot of work for Verb and... This week, he's grinding every moto down there, just running around, losing like 800 pounds of sweat. Um, yeah, Visor, dude, he, he's, a, he's a big fan of power rankings, and 
he's going to be happy. He's number three. He, he's probably going to be one, be number one. But number three is good. And thank you, Visor, for everything you do. Your content crushes it. You do an awesome job. You've always been there. If I've asked you for something, you've always done it. And you've never really asked for anything in return. So thank you for always getting me photos and videos and content for me to use. And for being a cool dude. You're the man. Another man, number four, is Mr. Jeff Emig. Yeah, so in the 90s growing up, if you weren't a McGrath fan, you were an Emig fan. And as soon as I figured out what motocross was and, you know, how it worked, like I didn't really want to see the guy win all the time. So I kind of got over the McGrath thing. McGrath's an incredible dude. He's always been nice to me and respectful. I love McGrath. Don't get me wrong. I love McGrath. But back then I was like, man, Emig can beat him. I like Emig. I want Emig to, to win some here. And, you know, he went on a run in 96 and 97. And I, I was an Emig guy, you know. There was even, this is kind of funny, um, there's a photo taken at Kenworthy's one year. It was like 97, I think. I think it was 97. Super hot that day. I was there. My dad was had taken me. Um, he had put me over the fence. You try to do this now. I was like six, but you know, me, my build, I looked like I was probably four or five years old. So my dad puts me over the fence for some reason, because that's where they had the cool off section um, after the moto. And Emig was sitting there on a hay bale. And there's a photo taken where I'm not in it, but it's kind of like right in that moment where it was taken. I wasn't in there, but it was... You can just see him. He's just destroyed. He just got, he went one, one. He's sitting there on this hay bale. And I remember going up and patting him on the back. I mean, I don't know what I was doing. I was little. So I pat him on the back. I said, good job. And he like looked over at me like, what? Like, what are you doing over here? And, uh, I ran back to the fence, but for one moment, me and Emig had a moment and he probably never, he probably has no idea about it, but it stuck with me forever, you know, and it's kind of a weird situation, but thanks dad for putting me over the fence, you know, and not getting kicked out for once. Like, that's awesome. Um, anyway, Emig. Yeah. Just, just big Emig guy. We, we DM sometimes. I want to get him on the show. I think that would be a really cool interview with him, but, um, he's always been really cool to me. So Jeff Emig and he's racing this week at Loretta's again. So that's cool. Good job, Jeff. Keep dry, keep going. Another legend. Well, we, we kind of talked about him in the intro, but number five is Mike Brown. I should have put him as number one. But, you know, he's number five just because, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, you're just going to win no matter what. You're 800 years old. You're better than everybody. We get it. It's like the guy at the gym who's you, you can't get any bigger dude like you won the gym like get out like you don't need to be in this gym anymore because you lifted all the weights like you're done well mike brown has raced all the laps you've won you've lapped everybody you've got 800 second leads you've got a million championships and you're just getting better it's unbelievable it's like that chick from the airplane with the guy in the back you remember he's not real Mike Brown's not real. That's me pointing at Mike Brown. I'm her. I'm like, 
that man is not real. That's that's how I feel about Mike Brown. So that's uh, Mike Brown, legend. I love all these gold old guys just continue racing because when one day when they are just like give it up and they're just gone, we're gonna miss them. So if you are at the ranch or you're you're watching at home, you get in every lap of them vet classes. Even Barry Carston, just get in there and watch them because. One day they won't be racing, and then we'll be very sad. That's that's what I have to say about that. So, all right, guys. Up first, Levi Kitchen. Enjoy this interview. On the phone, I have Levi Kitchen, the chef. What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm catching up with you. It's been, uh, I bothered you a lot to get here to this point. So, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Yeah, I was I was enjoying some time at home fishing, so um, I got kind of lost track of my days there. Um, but yeah, now we're here, settled in, back in Florida, uh, getting ready for the last three rounds of outdoors and stuff like that. So yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, it's, it's good to get away, you know. And uh, you got to fish. You have to do cool stuff that you like. Exactly. Yeah, you definitely definitely need that kind of stuff. So I wanted to get with you with this because this marks your three-year anniversary of, you know, your, your life-changing week at Loretta's. Um, yep. So, you know, you, you were actually, you know, going back in the vault, you were a top 10 guy at Loretta's all the time and you had good results, but nothing could really, um, I don't know, you couldn't really picture that this was going to happen really like based on results and and in that week you came out and just destroyed everybody like you you couldn't see it coming um you know from that to race wins now and battling for a championship uh you know what a journey just kind of touch on that yeah no it is uh it is pretty wild just where you know kind of a step i guess that i took but not only myself i mean everybody takes that step that well you kind of have to um so yeah that you know 2020 year whatever 20 yeah 20 yeah that year was that year was was huge for me and um before that i mean that's kind of it's almost i like to use it as a story to try to inspire people that maybe you know you're a 10th place guy or maybe you're not even that maybe you're 15th but um you know, I put my head down for the year. I think it was 2000. After the rise in 2019, when I kind of showed speed, I like, you know, really, really put everything into it and um, it paid off greatly. So, yeah, I mean, with all that being said, like, I think, I do think Loretta's is, you know, you see everybody talking about make sure that you have fun there. I mean, obviously that is the, the number one thing you got to, you do have to have fun, but there does come a time where, um, you know, you kind of have to flip that switch. And if you want to make it, I'm not saying you have to win Loretta's to make it, but you got to show some, you got to show something for these teams because I mean, like that's really the, the race that they go off of. Um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of my take on it, and and uh, I don't know. 
So, so heading into that week, um, you were, let's see, you're 22 now, right? Yeah. Okay. So three years ago, 19 B class, you know, what, what were your thoughts heading into that week? Was it like, I got to make it and show something this week or like my future is going to be different or what, what was kind of your thought process going into it? Well, mine was, um, I was pretty pissed myself because I had to race the stock class. Um, and all I wanted to do was race the mod class to beat, to beat the, you know, the star team and uh, Mitch's guys and stuff like that. I wanted to race the best guys. And I knew I could beat them all, but um, I ended up having to race stock. And <laughs> not only did the team want me to that I was on, uh, Ed Torrance and Rock River and that. Uh, so did my trainer because he wanted, he pretty much called it leapfrog. It's just what he, uh, what he had in mind. And it, it's weird looking back at this like plan that he had for me and how it, it all took place. It, it was really odd because that year that I wanted to race the Mon class, it was, uh, it was LeBlanc and might have been Fry. Maybe I can't quite remember. I think you're right. They were on star and, um, you know, I wanted to, to race those guys so badly, but I ended up doing stock and the motivation was just, you know, go out there and, and go try to go faster than them on a stock bike. And, uh, you know, we always had different moto times and I don't ever like to, who knows how I would have been against them, you know, but, um, either way I won and, you know, now I look, look from that, like looking back on that, it, it actually worked because then, uh, the next year, of a, you know, I ended up winning that and I, I ended up going pro and, um, I ended up on a factory team. So it was, it was pretty crazy to, to see it all kind of fall into place. It was. And that, that's the cool story. Like 19, you showed you had speed. Um, I mean, you know, getting on podiums as far as that is concerned, and then yep. at 20, you destroyed everybody. Like, there's really, that's all I really remember from that year is you just coming out and just being gone on the stock bike, you know, in the stock classes like that. It was a definitely, it paid off and, and probably lit a fire under you knowing that you didn't really want to race those classes too. Yeah, it did for sure. It's funny, I'll joke with uh, Styles always, like, we'll be with him on star now we'll be on road bike rides and stuff and we'll talk about past races and he he got all pissed off at in 20 because he was kind of joking about it but he's like you know he won the horizon award that year and uh he's just like all i heard the whole week was how you were faster than us on a stock bike and he's like it was <laughs> pissing me off and uh it is funny because it was kind of um yeah i think Everybody was just kind of, I don't know, a little shocked, I guess, I guess you could say. And, it was, and it's always cool when there's that, I mean, every year, as far as I'm concerned, there is, well, maybe not one that's unexpected as much as I was, but there is a standout guy, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping that it can turn out to still be that way, but I just don't see, like, going into this week i mean i'm i'm gonna sit here and watch watch everybody on my phone but 
you know, I hope somebody steps up to that plate and, and, uh, because it'll change, it'll change their lives for sure. That's what I have in here as a, a question, because there is always, I mean, more often than not, there is a standout that you makes a name for themselves. Um, yeah. you know, okay. Say, you know, someone does do that this week. Like what advice do you have for them as if they do, um, you know, have that breakout week and like, what would you tell them to expect going forward? How do you handle it? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, but you'll know that you're going to have the breakout week because you're, I mean, mentally you're so prepared to, uh, you may not know going in right away, but you're going to know after the first month. Like, you know, for me, both years, it was, um, in 2020, it's almost like I had to show myself like that I could do it. Cause I started in like 20th, the first moto. And, um, oh, yeah, that is right. You did. Made, made, and then I made my way up to first. And then that was kind of when I was like, then every, I think I whole shot every moto after that and won by 30 or 40 seconds. So it was like, I kind of had to prove myself. And then the next year, kind of the same thing i fell fell two or three times one moto and still won and uh you just have that you just know that nobody else can can beat you and um i was actually talking to a kid his name is liam uh Olaf, oh, wow. i hope i don't bring it but he's been out been out here and we were um we were chatting a little bit this was probably three weeks ago or so and uh I was just trying to explain to him, you know, how much it can, it can obviously change your future in racing. But also I tried to explain to him, like, same thing my trainer told me was I could have went out and say in 20 or 21, I could have won and just managed a five second lead, you know, like, yeah, it would have been cool. I would have won, but it wouldn't have meant anything to be honest. So I like, I know he's doing stock this year and I told him, you have to, you have to, you have to stand out. You have to be better than everybody. I mean, if you want, especially in the stock class, like if you want to get anything out of it, I'm not sure who's all racing it this year, but if somebody doesn't have something locked in and they want something, they need to win that class by, I would say, 20 to 30 seconds. That's a good point. Just for, yeah. I'm- like there's so many people who have won it and maybe win one two one or one two two whatever the case is but they're kind of going back and forth with a guy they they usually don't end up with a factory star rider whatever the case is so insane i mean you look at the people who have won super many in the past really any of the classes um you have to stand out like in some way whether it's even if you don't win but you're the fastest guy every moto or even if you're the guy who's just absolutely ripping but crashes all the time i mean that still goes goes further and that's kind of you know i don't know i think it's just important to uh to stand out as much as you can that's definitely uh yeah especially the biggest race of the year i mean did you have like that week did you have uh distractions during the week of you know a million people coming over to you know, talk to you about the future or did you, did that come after the week? Um, no, it, it came after the week. Well, actually in 2020, 
it was uh it was odd because um I think it was after it was the week wasn't even done yet, but I had already impressed a few people and at the time I was, was with Rob, my old trainer and Kevin was, was around a little bit with them. So Kevin walked into my camper and just said, What do you you know, what do you want? And I'm like, What do you mean? And he's like, What do you want? Like what kind of deal? And I'm like well, I want a three-year deal. Like that's what my my goal is to get a year of amateur and two years pro. And he's like, "All right, it's done." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, um, at the time, my shack and uh, Ziggy and all those guys at Geico were super interested." And in, I pretty much, I mean, it was obviously verbal, but it, I mean, it, we had something going I mean, before the week was even done. And then heartbreaker for me, if you you know, I'm on my way home from that is and we were trying to line everything up. Um, and then, uh, this is probably something a lot of people don't know, but yeah. So then, you know, a month or two later, I get a phone call and the team was, was shutting down, which was super sad. So then it left me stranded. Um, and then I knew I had to go to Minios and, and win everything. And I ended up doing that. And then that's when Will Hahn came on my motorhome and put a contract in front of me. So, um, kind of a crazy story but as far as the distractions go at Loretta's I mean I wasn't I wasn't worried about it I knew as long as I just did what I had to do I would be I would be just fine yeah nice yeah and I remember you telling me that um last year with the with the Geica story and just it's kind of cool how it all just seemed to work out for you and um it just it's cool so you mentioned Kevin um when, what year did you start working at Real Deal? Was that 19 or 18? Uh, that would have been 18. Okay. Yeah, end of, eight, end of 18. So why did you choose to go to Real Deal um, in the first place over, you know, like an MTF or a club? Um, I think that's more of a question for my parents because, like, I was – I didn't really – MTF or any of those never really got brought up. It was just like – do you want to stay home and work with your dad? Or there's this guy in Louisiana that we've been talking to. Uh, his name's Rob, and he'd love to have you, blah, blah, blah. He's from Washington originally, Rob is. So oh, okay. I don't even know how my parents got in touch with them. Honestly, I'd have to, have to figure that out. But um, either way, I was like, yeah, I mean, why not, right? Like, I don't want to stay home and work. And I get to ride my dirt bike every day, so let's do it and then yeah I moved down there and the first two months were pretty brutal just cause didn't know anybody and I was trying to prove something I ended up eating shit like several times like it was it was hilarious and actually I don't know you know Gavin Towers he'll be racing A this year he, uh, yeah. he was there before me and <laughs> he's got some stories of, of me showing up and he'll never forget the first day I rode I snapped a set of bars I, I crashed so hard like I was on the ground all the time because I was trying to, like, show off almost or, you know, I, I don't even know. But it was pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, I was there, and Kevin wasn't around for the first two years or so. And, honestly, Kevin was only around the last, you know, he the, – the facility ended up going to Kevin's actually shortly after I left to his place. Oh, okay. So it wasn't actually – 
there. It wasn't at Farm 14 for a long time until uh, until I just had left. It was in Kentwood, Louisiana, at a track called Wildwood. So Kevin wasn't really in the picture. He would swing by every once in a while, but he was doing his own thing. And then right around 2020 when I wanted to, you know, start trying to talk to teams, that's when I did my best to get a hold of Kevin. And and he, he saw me ride every once in a while, so he knew I was pretty decent. So that was kind of, yeah, I kind of wanted to segue into this part because, like, your style, it, like, it's it's so fun to watch on a bike. Um, did you grow up looking up to anybody in particular and try to mold yourself to kind of look like them? Or, or, I mean, you're smooth, like Kevin was smooth. Is it, is, how do we end up with, with what we have today? I have no idea. I, I never, I was never like, ooh, I want to ride like that guy. I've never really been that way. Um, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I do like the way some people ride. Like I don't, some of the things I do, I personally don't like at all, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I I wouldn't say there was really any reason I ride. I mean, my style was even a lot different. Like people only know me for the last three years because or four years, whatever, because that's when I actually started doing good. But before that, I was super short. Like, I grew, like, six inches in a year, so I never really had the style I have now. Um, it kind of came with once I grew, and then also Rob had a lot to do with it because he would make me ride a turn track way too many times with my feet up on the pegs. So kind of like that standing, um, waiting the rear end that comes from, from all that, uh, I would say. And then also, I think, a lot of it's from riding bicycles. I pretty much, I mean, I rode at the skate park more than I rode a dirt bike track when I was all the way until I was like 16 or 17. So, you know, I, I would say that's where it comes from. Okay. So you kind of just like bloomed later than, and it kind of, kind of worked out in that sense of things. Yeah. So yeah, you're last year, you got hurt a little bit this year. You're in the mix for, you're in the mix for supercross outdoors. You're, you're growing. Yeah like the growth is there um are you happy with the way it's going or do you expect to be uh more i mean you're only like two years in this pro thing so how is it yeah no i'm i'm fairly happy i i'm actually pretty stoked with supercross how it went um wish i could have the only one i feel like i i'm i'm really upset about would have been denver where i got second to rj i feel like i had that race and you know i don't even know i I didn't have the race. I got second. So anyway, um, and then this year has been on outdoors, at least has been fairly good. Like I've met some goals, I guess, but I haven't, um, I just left too much on the table at the beginning. Like, I mean, I'm somewhat at least in the mix now, but I think I'm sixth in points and I'm probably 60 points back. 50 uh, who knows but either way i those first two rounds hurt me bad and then the high point hurt me bad like i wish i could have what i'm gonna know for next year is i gotta come in with more confidence getting off the gate because now that i've started to figure my starts out i mean unless something like washuga i had a little bike issue i mean every time i've, I've been up front on the start I can usually finish in that top five area. So, mm-hmm. and, and that's what you need. I mean, to win the championship, it depends how it's going, but like 
that's all Hayden's really done this year is just tried to stay in that other than this last weekend. But Jay Coop, I mean, all those guys that are title guys, it's like they don't, their worst motos are fifth, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, this this year, I don't even, if this year's a bad example because we've had so many DMs and stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty crazy how everything's fell into place, but um, yeah, I just know for, for next time to come out a little, <laughs> come out a little hotter, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. This, this year's, this year's different. I mean, honestly, the, the class is super stacked and the way that, yeah. that the red bud for, to now has gone is, you know, it's unexpected, but that's kind of like the storyline of everything this year. It's just unexpected. You don't know what's going to happen, which is exciting. So you're in the mix of it. And yeah. That's all you can ask for. Um, you kind of, you kind of live my dream. Uh, you got to race your home national. Like, obviously I was never good at dirt bikes. So, um, but I always dreamt of like going to red bud and like crushing it in front of everybody or like Ken release yeah. to show my age a little bit, but like that had to be cool to go literally home and see everybody and just crush it. Yeah, it was for sure. Um, you know, one, like a goal of mine is obviously to win that race one of these times. I mean, I, I came in with high expectations. Everybody had high expectations for me, but, uh, it's going to take a little bit of time, I think, for me to for me to get that done. But I, I believe I can, and um, it was definitely cool just to see everybody. And sorry about whatever's going on out there. Um, oh, it happens. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was definitely awesome, and it was also stressful. Though I will say, on the other end, like I enjoyed it, and then part of me didn't because just all the people and stuff like that. I'm. I do, I do love the fans and stuff, but it can get a little stressful at times. I mean, yeah, you had banners and you had to hear everybody. So, like, to yeah. me, that would be like, like I made it. Like, this is so cool. But you know, that's just yeah. No, once I once I sat back and realized, I mean, it was pretty pretty badass. But yeah, coming in, you know, I'm, I'm driving to go up to my house and I see there's a a giant banner saying "Welcome Home," and I'm just like, man, like <laughs> I've never been that type of kid to. I don't like to think I'm anything special at times. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. It was definitely a, a weird feeling. Nice. And I'm going to end it with, like, we got all that good stuff out of the way, but this is, you know me, I like to ask, you know, I like to keep it fun. It's verb, you know. We like to do stuff differently, so we're switching oh, yeah. it up here. So, okay. um, I'm going to be honest, dude. I want in on this group that you and LeBlanc and Romano have on Instagram. Like, how do I get initiated into it? You know, the comments, this, everything. Like, I just want to be a part of what you guys have created. It's kind of dead, though. It is. Think? It's gotten dead, and I, I need we need to revamp, restructure. I know. It's just, Matt, he saw face of the earth. I don't know. He's, who knows? I mean, he's in Louisiana somewhere, probably drinking beer. I I did talk to him a couple weeks ago, by the way. He he wants to come on this too and talk, but does he? Yeah. So I'm just trying to get the group together. And yeah, get... he's just full blue collar worker, um, and fisherman. Well, thinks he can fish. I would still fish him <laughs> day. And then Nick. I don't know. Nick's just Nick. He's he's just doing the same old stuff. He'll be here for. I think he's got another year. Nice. Another year of star, so um, 
Yeah, there hasn't been much in the in the comments, but Matt has been cracking. Like, he had people convinced he was racing High Point, which was pretty awesome. Dude, I had to do a story wow. on it, and like everyone was saying that I created. No one read it, of course. I mean, some did, but like I, I had Denny Stevenson yelling at me because I he thought I created the rumor of him racing, and it was just a whole mess. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'm setting it straight. You got to read it. Yeah, that was awesome. That was funny, but I'm highly involved in that. So that's what I'm saying. I need we need to restart it, make it better, and just involve me in it because it's awesome. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, you have to talk to Matt about that one. He's like the main. He's the head honcho of the whole deal. Oh, he's the leader. Yeah, he's the leader. Okay. Well, if if you have to vote, would you say yes or no? Like, I feel like I fit the vibe check. Yeah, I'm down for I, sure. Okay, I figured. Um, that's good. So we'll get. I'll talk to Matt. We'll get it sorted. But um, this chef thing, like, you gotta have like all chefs have trademarks, you know. Um, mm-hmm. like you, if you're, if you're a standout chef, you got to have a trademark, like, like Emeril, he does the bam thing. Um, Guy Fieri, that's even how you say his name. He's got the hair and I know you've got the hair, so that doesn't count. You have to have your own thing, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be though. Okay. Well, I took like one minute of my life and I've thought about it for you and I'm going to run by some questions. Okay. See what you think. Okay. So remember, you're going to have to steal this from the salt guy. But you could pretend you're, like, sprinkling some salt on the podium. Like, the little sprinkle thing. Yeah. Just make a gesture. Just when you're on the podium, man. That that lets people know that you just, like, you just served it up. Yeah, that is true. Okay. There's number one. You could pour champagne into, like, a fake pan. Like, you're sautéing something. Up there. Yeah. Or. Or. This is the best one. You ready? Yep. You get a chef hat with all your sponsors on it, just like, you know, AP's got his cowboy hat. That one is what I want to do, but I got to get it approved. Oh, okay. So that one's in the, the in, in the works. I think that one would be great. That, dude, like, that would be... You think about it, you'd have your picture on, on TV, and that would just be you with your big old chef hat. That's hat. I know. I, I don't know. Does that, does that work? Does the other one suck? Are we just gonna do the chef hat thing? No, the other one still suck by any means. You need. I a, mean, the sautéing the one that one sucks. No offense. But, dude, that's uh, the one I'm here. I'm here to suck. Like I'm just here to just tell me. Be honest. You're here to suck. That doesn't sound right. That's a sound drop. But you know what? This is my first sound drop. I was waiting for this moment in my life. <laughs> this will be my first sound drop. I'll, you know, it's great. Of course it's with you, dude. Of course. Anyways, pitching the salt, that one's kind of good. And then the chef hat. So maybe I'll just get both of them going. I just thought of one, a chef's kiss. What? Oh, like a little, yeah, with your your, your pointer finger and your thumb. Yep. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Dude, that's it. If you get the hat and then you do that. That's True. overkill, but it's awesome. I mean, you don't oh, see the kiss thing would be kind of cool. You're just not as excited as I thought, so kind of. I'm excited. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I also just went on a long cycle and went to the gym, so that's no excuse. Well, I... We're trying to brand your future here, man. Like this is what I'm helping you with. Your, I'm marketing. 
I know. Like, this is... I, I don't know what else. Like, I'm here to help. You were more excited with my here to suck comment than you were with these. Well, it's because it made me laugh. It's funny. Okay. That could have been then. Then on Instagram, that's what that's what I'm expecting you to guys to write. So I'm I, I asked for it. So yeah, you did. I did. I'm in. Okay. I mean, that's really all the ideas I had. So I just wanted to run that by you. I thought about it, and I think we've created something. So work on that. Okay. And until I see it, um, I'm not going to be happy. Are you going to Loretta's? No, I'm not going back there ever. Oh, okay. I got banned. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, I actually crazy. just don't want to go just because unless I sit in that new tower all day, I don't really want to sweat anymore and suffer. Yeah. I got two little kids at home, so I can't really be away from like the house that long. And that's enough suffering as it is, you know, just being yeah. home with two kids. But uh, I hear you. Yeah. I'm going to be at Iron Man. Okay, well, I'll see you at Iron Man. Yeah. And then we'll just say, hey, if I can even get over there with the amount of fans that you guys have anymore. Jeez. The what? The amount of fans that crowd your truck now. Like, you, you guys are popular over there. Yeah, no, not you guys. It's Hayden popular, yeah. Oh, I thought they were going for you. I just, that's what I assumed. No, oh. no, they're not. Oh, okay. So yeah. if I just pop in and say, hey, Levi, I'm right here. Like, We'll just meet up and... I don't know, I might bring a chef hat or something. Okay, yeah, you better. Oh, okay. We should do that. I'll vlog it and do the, do it for the vlog. Yep, do it. All right, man. Well, I took way more of your time than I thought, but um, we need to get through all this, so. Yeah, it's fine. It was good. It was. It was. I wouldn't waste your time. You wouldn't? No. No, we, we do the best interviews, Verb does. Okay. Yeah. Good. Duh. Didn't you know that? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I don't know why I questioned that. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah. um, yeah, I'll I'll come by. I'll try to break through the the barriers of the fans and uh, come say hey. All right, do it. All right, dude. Thanks for your time. Yes, sir. See Have you. A good one. See you later, man. Bye. See, I told you, the chef's the man. Yeah, and I'm, I guess I'm here to suck. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Like, obviously, I don't know, man. It just happens. And now I have a sound drop. So, yeah, and I I, I really did think it was funny. We were joking around about the, the Deegan thing. Because, I don't know, man. Uh, the, the amount of people that are over there, it's got to be such a big distraction. Like, if I'm riding for Star, I don't know, like... I would probably try to win some of them fans over and just like be like, hey, what about me over here? But I don't know. I'd probably be hiding too because like that's a lot. That's a lot of people. So I'd probably be like, get me out of here. But then again, it's a star bike. So I'd probably just be sitting on the bike in the pits just all the time. I'd be like, look at my bike. All right. A Ray's next. This one's a tearjerker. All right. On the phone, I have. One of my good friends and his dog. John, I know, I'm sorry. Dude, it's fine. This is perfect. <laughs> Keep it going. He wants to talk too. Uh, 
my buddy A Ray. I've hyped this up, A Ray. What's going on, man? Oh, not too much. You know, just uh, hanging out, just getting back from Havasu, uh, and uh, recovering. <laughs> yeah, happy to see you survived. I was kind of worried, so. Yeah, no, uh, it was it was all good. You know, yeah, bachelor party went good. Had a lot of awesome people show up, a lot of good friends, and, uh, and yeah, man, I was excited. Good time. Good time. I guess my invite was lost, but I'm okay. I'm, it's all good. All good. Yeah. I, the flights have, flights have been crazy here lately, so I didn't want to put that on you. Know what I mean? Yeah, I missed Starling's wedding too, so I I'm I wouldn't have been able to make it. So uh, the flight thing is a. Uh, and I probably would have missed my flight, too, you know? You never know. Yeah, 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 I hear you there. Yeah. Okay, man. <laughs> it happens. All right, I, so this is kind of, I'm not going to talk about, I mean, maybe a little dirt bikes, but I'm going to talk about, as you've seen probably, I'm not ready for you to go away. Like, I'm not ready. I'm probably going to cry during this. It, it's it's a touchy subject for me. I'm not ready to say goodbye. Yeah, no, like, I mean, it, it's fine. No, it's it's not a touchy subject at all. Like it's uh, it's just one of those things where it's like I've been doing it for so long. I told myself I didn't want to do it in my thirties. I'm thirty now. I told myself, you know, like uh, I, I I don't know, right? Like I I've used up my body pretty pretty good bit, and uh, and, and I, it has a lot of people know, which I've said on on, on a few podcasts, like. My good friend Hart Raff, you know, he had a crash and, oh, yeah. and, it, messed, and, it, and it messed him up pretty good, right? So, mm-hmm. like, it was, uh, that, that was tough for me. That was tough. Like, I, usually I can get it out of my head. Like, oh, if it's someone that I don't know, like, I can get it out of my head. I could be like, all right, whatever, you know, like, that sucks, you know, but I got a job to do. But uh, whenever it hit, you know, when Hart Raff's, it happened with him, like, He's one of my really good friends, and and uh, I tried to get it out of my head, but it, it just uh, it just didn't leave. And, and you know, like like I said, like he's one of the ones who never crashed. He was the one, like you know, hardly ever got hurt, never crashed or anything. And, and you know, yeah, and this was a freak freak accident, but like it only it only took one time. And yeah. with me as someone who has crashed a lot over the career, you know. I've gotten hurt and done everything. It just, uh, it sort of opened my eyes and there's a lot more to racing than, or there's a lot more to life than just racing. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I was, man, I've been keeping up with heart ramp too. Like that was, yeah, like you said, it's just freak thing. And you, you know, you're 30 now and you want to move on to the next part of your life. So, and the fact that you can just say, Hey, you know what? I, I'm, I'm good and I can walk away from it. I mean, that's, that's awesome. You had, you got to make a living from it too for so long. And you probably looking back on the, how, I don't know, like a 12 year old kid looking at the sport, you probably didn't even think you could make a career out of it at that point, you know? So you've come really yeah, far. I mean, I mean, yeah, we talked about it this morning on the, on the pod that I did, uh, you know, in the office swap. We're just like, like, I mean, yeah, I, I want to go back to Loretta's, you know, here in a couple of years or whatever, because I need redemption, right? Like, mm-hmm. Because like my amateur career sucked. I was uh, I wasn't I wasn't very good. Like I choked at the big races. Uh, you know, like we did it for fun, and that was it. Like never thought that I was going to race Supercross. I never thought that you know I would be as good as I was. And, and it all worked out. You know, for the last twelve years, like I mean, it wasn't a lot. You know, uh, but I was. I, I would what I would say a, a top privateer for a pretty good amount of years, and and it was. Uh, 
it was good, you know, and I think I think I can hang my hat on that. And and even another cool part of it is the people you met and the relationships you have with people. You're good with, you know, obviously Swap. I mean, Steve with Paul, like what you guys have done there. You've always given me time, whether I'm with Racer X or Steve or now Verb. Like, obviously, I've been a Verb guy, but you're just, you, you know everybody and you've always been great to people. So that's even cooler. Yeah, no, it's cool. Like, it's so many awesome people that I've met along the way and just everything. Like, like, like Don, Steve, like they all treat me like family. Um, you know, like even whenever they didn't have to, they still did. And it, and then uh you know it, it's just super cool you know like this this moto community is such like a it's like a small family and uh you know that's you know the people the people that rub people the wrong way or the people that maybe don't stick around that long and then you know like i seen that from like from right away i was like i don't want to be one of those people i've always stayed loyal it seems like and and yeah it's paying off you know i mean I do a weekly podcast with with Swap, you know, and you know Steve has me on his show a bunch. I uh, I'm a, I'm actually starting a new job on Wednesday. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, things are just sort of like falling into pe- falling into place, man. It's just uh, it's good. It's good. Your life is good. You're getting married. You're starting that. Like it's just all good things coming your way. So. That's awesome, man. And I I do want to say, this is, I mean, not a lot of people know this. We go way back, kind of. So, like, I'm going to put a date out here and see if you remember anything about this certain day in your life. April 9th, 2015. Do you remember that day? Uh, okay, and where, where was this? I don't know. Where does it register in your life events? Like, I just was wondering, me personally. April 9th, 2015. Yeah. Supercross, Indy, maybe Indy. Maybe. Okay. 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 So it doesn't rank in your life memories. Okay. But it was your first ever like big interview and it was on Racer X and I was the person that interviewed you. So. Really? Yeah. Wow. Privateer profile, baby. It had, it had to have been right after I made my first main at Detroit then. It had to have been something like that. Yeah. I should go back and read it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, it, that's where it was. I mean, that 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 was the year I made my first main event. Um, yeah, dude, that was uh, that was the year I went through the whoops in Vegas. I had fucking the, the yellow tires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I think I made three main events that year. I forgot which ones. It was Detroit, somewhere else. I don't even remember. It was so freaking long ago. Almost 10 years ago. I know, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, this was... Time flies. It does. And I remember that, that uh, because I had just kind of started with Racer X then, and um, just kind of like doing an internship thing. And I remember you're like, this is my first ever interview. And then, like, you texted me, like, uh, like photos for it, like, at, like, midnight trying to get it in. But it was just... I don't know. Like, I just... It was my first kind of story, and it was kind of your first mainstream you know, interview, I guess. Hell yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah, dude. I just, yeah, we do. We go way back, bro. Before anybody who was there for you. Yeah. You were. Yeah. You didn't even know. Like, dude, you want, you want to know who's a dick is freaking Kate, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to get to this maybe later, but, um, I, you know, I'm trying to mend that relationship. 
I mean, I mean, yeah. You, honestly, you just—I don't know. He—he's so offended, so easy. Like, like I, I just—I don't, don't get it, right? Like, so it's like, like, what do you do? I think we're okay. I was gonna cold call him for one of these things, but I doubt he'd pick up. But he did call me out on the pulp show a few weeks back, saying that if if somebody calls him or texts him that means something, that he'll answer it. But then he like ignores me, and that makes me feel bad about myself, you know? Damn. Yep. Yeah, it's rough. Jeez, he's an asshole, man. <laughs> That's. I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm trying to keep that relationship going. You know, it's it's Kate. Like, well, I can say it. I can say it. he's an asshole. He can, but we're Ohio guys. You know, like we come from yeah. the same state. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. Like what? Like big Cade beef right now. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you were always there, and he's he's not so. Anyway, then later on, we go, we did a pulp show together. I don't know if you remember that. I was on yeah, we did with Ping and Cade. And uh, remember that? That was yep. that was fun. And then, I don't know if you remember this, but at Indy one year, I was a, kind of a, I was the sponsorship rep for you, that one uh, race. Uh, the Ford dealership. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I remember that, yeah. So I've been in the media side of things and also, like, kind of sponsor you. It wasn't my money, but, like, I was the rep. Love to see it. Love to see it. Yeah, I remember that Ford, Ford dealership, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it's been kind of like, I don't know, we just got weird situations we're put in together, but it, it, it worked out. And then... That's what I'm saying. And then, uh, you know, whenever I'm at the races, we always run into each other. Like, at, at Indy last at this year... Nashville, you you shouted my name, but we couldn't talk, as you were very busy. Yeah. Um, just randomly throughout the years at the races, you give me time. Last year at Redbud, we did something for the vlog. Just uh, always giving time, you know. That's what I'm saying, hey, that's the thing, dude. No one's no one's above anybody, dude. Like if you give time for, it's you know what I mean. That's what I'm saying, like. Dude, it's just a point of being a good person, you know. It's just one thing that that's one trait that Kate doesn't have <laughs> is being a good a good person. Yeah, it just flips a switch and just goes off on people. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it's weird. It's dude. weird. Like, I'm just here to help him out, and then uh, yeah, it's just rough. And I remember even going visiting you at Iron Man when you were in your old van, just on your your husky, like that. You were just back forty, and. uh I'm definitely gonna go pour, pour a cold twisted tea in that area this year. Um, in, in your I like honor. that. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that year I freaking I, I drove to almost every single race in that van. That van is still running actually. I, it has almost five hundred thousand miles on it. There's no. Way. I was gonna. I was gonna ask about that. There's no way that van's still running. Bro, we drove it to Redbud this year. Did you let Colt? go in that van like is that the van he no, used? no 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 no. i have a new van now but okay. my dad drives my dad drives it. it's in tennessee well i have to ask these questions because if that was the case and if that van could talk my god that van if that who knows that van could probably talk now i don't know it's got so much wisdom inside of it Five hundred thousand miles oh yeah is it still real loud oh yeah it's still got a flow master on dude things sound sick yeah it's sick Dude, I just remember that because when we were in studio, you, you and Cage showed up late at the Pulp Show, and I'm like, "What is that sound?" And it was you guys. I'm like, "No way!" Oh yeah, we're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
Oh, man. Good memories. Good times. Just... I needed this for closure for myself, I think. Like, obviously, I'm still going to talk to you, but... <laughs> there goes my hero, you know what I mean? Just just keep playing it over and over and over again, you know? Yeah, I needed that. Hey, hey, you know, time heals all, all things, you know what I mean? Just, you know, just put some uh, Neosporin on the wounds and just, you know, just keep trucking, man. Are you still going to be going to some races? I don't know. Dude. We're not going to be able to see each other uh, then, we'll honestly. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I would like to. Yeah, it just, it just sort of depends. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Like like I said, just getting away for a weekend. I'll, I'll just be the, I'll just be like, I'll be the guy that's like, hey, man, I'll get my own ticket, and I'll just be eating a corn dog in the stands, you know, sipping on a fucking beer. Oh, you're just not going to – yeah, don't go in the, the pits or anything. and. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Honestly, I might do like daytime program like uh, like Kiefer. Mm-hmm. Like go hang out in the pits and then just go home. That ain't a bad deal. You watch it on TV, you yeah. know? No, I'm with you. Everyone keeps asking me if I'm going to Loretta's this week. I'm like, no, why would I do that? <laughs> I, I wish I could go, man, but the flights are too expensive. And, I, you know, I, I'm, I start work on freaking Wednesday, so <laughs> New, we're yeah. out. Did you announce that on the pod yet? or can, like, can you, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I get a job in sales at O'Neill. It's fucking the best thing ever. I'm stoked. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, you going to be enjoying the ride. Forever. If you Forever. Were. They've been behind you for so long, too. I mean, just with everything. Yep. So. Yep. No, like like I said, man, loyalty goes a long way, you know? And it does. I've been, I've been twiddling my fingers trying to figure out what's going on, and they, uh, they, they, they're like, hey, man, we're here for you. That's cool. But like I said, with the races and stuff, like, you want to go to Loretta's? It's so hot. Like, if I'm going, I'm going to sit in that new tower. It's got AC. But I'm not, I'm not into sweating my butt off anymore. Like, I'm done... You know, I suffer enough at home with my two kids that drive me up a wall. You know. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna go back. I, I would like to make it to the Reds and go back here in a couple of years, but not right now. You're insane. Like that's so hot. No, it's not. I grew up there, brother. Dude, it's hot. It's I, just like Ohio. What do you mean? It's the same shit. It is not the same as Ohio. It is. I not. feel like it is. No. There's there's a breeze at least like it's not that is heat I've never it was like a microwave I went one time I'm like I'm good yeah no, some, you know some people just aren't cut out for it you know dude I'm not there's no <laughs> way I told uh, Levi Kitchen actually that I was banned from it and he believed me for a second I was just like <laughs> I'm not going back there heard that oh. you can only get cell service at the top of that hill too right or is it changed no no that's it. That's yeah, dude. I I can't do that. I'm not cut out. Do you think I could, if I put my heart and soul into it, I could like qualify for plus thirty? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Have you? You've never seen me shred, but I do. Yeah, uh, I just have that much confidence in you. Yeah, you could see you it. Put some, if you put your mind to it, just, you can do it. Yeah, I just didn't know because we never talked about like myself riding with you before, but I shred, dude. I'm so fast. I like that. I like that. Yep. Well, thanks, dude. I, I didn't want to take too much of your time, but I wanted to put closure on this and kind of just make it. I just want to talk to A Ray for my birthday present. Really, my birthday's coming. I like up, that. So, yeah. When it? When is it? You already know. It's it's Thursday, bro. Let's go. I know. We're ready. Happy birthday. Thank you. This that means a lot, right there. Yeah, there. <laughs>
Thanks for the time over the years, as always, and um, thanks for being way cooler than Cade. Yeah, yeah, Cade sucks. All right, man, I appreciate it for sure. Yeah, man. All right, take care, man. All right, man, I'll holler at you. Sounds good. See ya. All right, see ya. Yep, like he said, there goes my hero. There goes my hero. We'll still talk to A-Ray, don't worry. We'll get him him on. We'll see how his sales job is at O'Neill and... We'll go through all that. I'm sure you'll hear it if you listen to Swap. You'll listen to Paul, like, whatever. But we'll make time for A-Ray on Verb. Like, we we love A-Ray. And, um, speaking of heart-ramped, I did, uh, I texted him the other day and just, just to check on him. Sometimes I do. I haven't in a while because I don't know him that well, but he brought up heart-ramped in the beginning of that interview, and I hadn't talked to him in a while, so... Maybe we'll get him on and just talk about life. And he actually just announced that he's teaming up with Cooper Webb for a riding uh, training program. So maybe we'll get some thoughts on that and just see how he's doing. That'll be cool. So we'll get on that. That'll do it for this week's episode of the Squad Pod. Um, as always, thanks to myself. Thanks to Chili Dog Wes. Thanks to Bird Dog. No thanks at all to Slaw Dog. Uh, thanks to Alex Ray. Thanks to the chef. Thanks to my mom and dad for having me. Thanks to Bub Dog and Duke Dog, my kids. And thanks Ginger Dog for, I don't know, for calling me out in power rankings. I'm still upset about that. But thanks to everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. That's uh, what I'm here. I'm here to suck.